Let them be one with you the way I am with you. That's the way we pray. Let my neighbors be one with you. I'm praying for my neighbors. I'm praying for my children. It's a personal relationship. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. The Bible says you must first believe. I read that script. You must what now? First believe. See, we're not trying to convince you that there's a God. You should come to God with that. What we want you to be aware of is that there's a relationship God wants you to have. A relationship. We're here this morning to discuss a relationship with God on the level where you're not seeking him, you already know him, now you want to receive from him what he promised you. Now this is, this is what he said, because Jesus was aware of the relationship he had with the Father, him and the Father communicated on that level, and he got results on that level. In John 10, 30, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. You know why we relate the way we relate? You know why I get what I get? Because we are one. I and the Father, what now? One. Not one person, but one in essence, in unity. I and the Father, one. When we talk about faith, we're talking about a unity between you and God. Not you trying to understand who God is. He's going to reveal that to you. But are you walking with God? Are you one with God? I and the Father are one. Jesus got what he wanted from God because of his relationship with God. That's what it was. It wasn't him seeking God. He had this relationship with God. He prayed often to the Father. He communicated with heaven. It was because of who Jesus was aware of. It was because of who Jesus was aware of. How aware of you of God at this time in your sojourn on this earth? I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. What was this oneness based on? Number one, obedience. He did everything the Father asked him to do. Now, that's very, very serious. We want God to do what we ask him to do, but we don't want to do what he asked us to do. We want everything from the Father, especially in emergencies. But have you done what God asked you to do right here in the Word of God? Obedience to the Father and his relationship kept Jesus in touch with God. Christ's action was a reflection of all that the Father said and all that the Father wanted, Christ's life reflected that. So it is in the church among God's people today. When your life reflects what God says, when your life reflects what God wants, that means there's a relationship there. And now you can ask whatsoever thing you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Many people are not really receiving from God. It's not because God doesn't want them to have anything. It's the relationship. What kind of relationship? Do you have a church relationship? Do you have a morning devotion relationship? What relationship do you have with God? See, Jesus knew everything that happened between him and the Father was because he was aware of who the father was and what the father wanted. So his life reflected that. Listen to what he says in John chapter 5, 
and verse 19 and 20. It's not that you need to be convinced about God. We need to understand that it is the relationship. Faith, 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 faith. It's built on relationship. In John chapter 5, verse 19, listen to what Jesus says. Therefore, Jesus answered and was saying to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself. We should learn from Jesus. What can you do by yourself? Nothing. The son can do nothing of himself unless it is something he sees the father doing. Wow. Unless it is what now? Which literally means Jesus was not looking just in the natural realm. He said, unless it is something he sees the father doing. What have you seen the father doing lately? Oh, I was waiting for an answer, but it's okay. <laughs> Unless it is something he what? For whatever the Father does, these things the Son also does in like manner. Wow! For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things, and he himself, all things that he himself is doing, and the Father will show him greater works than these so that you will marvel. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Listen to what he's saying now. My relationship with God is as such is that we don't keep things from one another. Uh, are you listening to me? You want faith? Don't keep nothing back from God. You want faith? Do everything God asks you to do. You want your faith to work? then follow the pattern of Jesus. When I see the Father do something, and then I do it. Have you ever seen God hate a man? Have you ever seen God just, just didn't care about people? Well, why do we practice it? And then we want faith to be so vibrant. It's not going to work, people of God. This is the key to it. This is the key to it. Jesus was not trying to convince himself that there was a God. He had that relationship with him. Jesus knew that there was a relationship. It was what he was aware of about God. Your faith will work in a greater way when you are aware of your relationship with God. You read the word of God. You know what God say do and not do. You know what God has asked us to, to do in a sense. Then let's do that. He said, I and my father one. And this is what we need to say. Me and God, we're one. We're one in essence. I'm made up of what the Father is made up of. Obedience to the Father will get me what I need from the Father. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, is what Jesus said. We, we'll get to that. Christ's action was a reflection that all the Father was doing, and this is what we need to focus on. There's much God has presented unto us. There's much that's available to us, and he says all that the Father says and does in verse 19. It's not the existence of God that we're concerned about or the qualities that make God who he is. And oftentimes when I was, I was looking at this, the qualities that make God who he is. We love to use all those names of God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. That's all well and good. Those are the qualities that make God who he is. Those are his attributes, if you will. But listen to me. What makes life work for us is not knowing all that, but being one with him. Still relationship. You can sing about Jehovah all day and walk out and do what you want to do. See, what makes it work is the relationship. 
Not that you know the name, the titles. Who, what, is, what, 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 what is his name? Well, we call him this. We call him Most High. We call him Jehovah. We call him El Shaddai. We call him Adonai. But when Jesus prayed, and every prayer Jesus prayed in the New Testament, what did Jesus call God? Father. That works for me. I mean, I know the Jehovah's, but I know the Father. <laughs> I know Father. Father, have mercy. God, have mercy. That's relationship. I have a father-child relationship with God. It's, it's a relation. I like the term father because father depicts relationship. 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 Through Jesus Christ, we all can know God for ourselves. He paved the way. And faith, faith now is really going to be what faith needs to be when the relationship with God is what it ought to be. No group relationship. No group relationship. God doesn't work with that. We all are individuals. We come together to church in a group such as this, but we don't have relationship with God as a group. It's just not going to work. There's the husband in the house, the wife in the house, the children in the house. They all need to have a relationship by themselves. I can't take my household with me. I, I, I can't. And Jesus said the day is coming when a man folds will be those of his own household. Uh, uh, you listen to me. So don't, don't get tied up into this group mentality, even at church. Don't talk about what goes on here, what not goes on there. Look at your own individual self. It is not a group. It's not a group faith. It's a personal walk with God. I don't care if you don't have faith. I'm a believer for myself, and that's the attitude God wants us to have. No group relationship. Are you listening to me? You want God to work for you? Get out of the group. I didn't say the church. I said the group. You know what I'm talking about. In John chapter 10, verse 30, let's see what Jesus said there. John chapter 10, verse 30. I and the Father are one. He didn't say I and disciples and the Father. I and the Father, what now? I want you personally. Husband, wife, children, neighbor, wherever you may be in a relationship or connection with somebody you attend church with, I want you to have your own walk with God, your own faith in God. Maybe they don't have what they need. Maybe you would be able to go to the Father for them. I and the Father are one. In John 17, verse 11, I want you to follow me here if you, if you have the scripture. In John 17, verse 11, Jesus said, I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. You see, we're praying for the disciples that they may be one even as we're one. Let them have their own relationship with you, not my relationship. Let them be one with you the way I am with you. That's the way we pray. Let my neighbors be one with you. I'm praying for my neighbors. I'm praying for my children. It's a personal relationship. Please understand, it's you, it is your faith. Not group faith. Your faith, huh? your faith. Verse 11, he says, 17:11. read it again. I am no longer in the world. This is what Jesus is saying. 
By faith, he was already doing what the Father wanted him to do and going back. Now, this is before Calvary. I am what now? No longer in the world. He's speaking by faith. And I come to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. Wow, that's very, very important. And then if we go back to John chapter 5, we'll see something else. It's all about relationship. Your faith and your relationship with God is the dynamics that work. Your faith in what now? Your relationship, your personal relationship. Don't try to have faith off somebody else. Have your own. Have your own. In, in chapter 5 and verse 7, listen to what Jesus said. When they saw him, the healing that Jesus did, the man at the pool of Bethesda, and when the man was there 38 years, in verse 6 and 7, and when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm coming another step before me, Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. See, you, you are trying to put yourself in line. See, see, he says, when the water stirred, while I'm coming, another step down before me. So get out of line. Take up your pallet and walk. You, you see what Jesus is saying? We put ourselves in these situations. Pick up your pallet and begin to walk. And it was on Sabbath day. Now, there again, he broke the Sabbath day. My God, look at what Jesus is saying. Now, if you're in a line, I'm talking about mentally in your mind, and you wonder why everybody get what they're getting, and I can't do what I, well, use your own faith. <laughs> That's what he's telling the man. Use your own faith. Get up, pick, take up that pallet, and walk. Well, you know, sister, she, she, got, she got what she wanted from the Lord. I should have been at service. I should have went to the, to the healing ministry. You got the healing ministry right there with you. Take up that pallet and walk. All three, listen to me, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit fully agree at all times. They never disagree. They never disagree. In the prayer, uh, the, the command that Jesus gave in Matthew 28, 19, before he went back, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, these three are what? One. In essence, they are one. That which makes something what it is, is essence. So they're not different entities, if you will. These three are what now? One. God never says anything the Holy Spirit didn't say. When you say the Spirit spoke to you, what you're telling me is the Trinity spoke to you. Because God wouldn't say something the Holy Spirit didn't say, and the Holy Spirit's not gonna say something God didn't say, and Jesus not gonna say. They're all together. So when you say one, you do what? You include them all. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.